0: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Welcome to Leverage Masters. Airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio, Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio-Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster.
1: And you're listening to Leverage Masters. This is your host, Andrea Adams-Miller, and our co-host, Gina Gaudio-Grace, is unable to be with us today. Uh, Gina uh, Gina has been uh, instrumental on the Leverage Masters channel for so many episodes, uh, really leading people with excellence in consulting and business and other areas in joint venture and with her company, Divizio, and uh, with the Red Carpet Connection, that's me, Andrea Adams-Miller, and... Thekeepsmilingmovement.com. We are really making strides in the world to bring out happiness and amplify goodness through smiles. And with the red carpet connection, with publishing, publicity, and sponsorship, we have a really excellent show planned for you today. Of course, it wouldn't be anything else but excellent. I will let you know right now that I do sound a little interesting because I have been talking so much because I just spent um, several days in Miami at Soccer X. Soccer X is a huge conglomerate of all the sports. Um, industry favorites from your sponsors to your organizations to your vendors to your team players and how they all come together to make soccer even more available to people all over the world, a great international event. And that was followed up on Saturday with Best Buddies collaboration for the soccer celebrity match. which we were invited to cover as a full media press for the red carpet with Enoch, one of the players uh, from England, who um, just really is instrumental and um, really spreading the message of love with best buddies. And that is an annual event there in Miami and super awesome to cover so many celebrities. I think I took over 65 celebrities photos that day and we'll be making a keep smiling book for them. But now more on what we have in store for you today. We have David Corson, a friend of mine. He is a publisher and editor of commercial construction and renovation, which is owned by F and J publications. Now, uh, this, um, magazine um, not only has a magazine but they have a yearly summit And he is going to be sharing with us about the magazine and the summit and who should come, why they should come, why they should be involved, the vendors, the sponsors, the attendees, and so forth. But a little bit more about David. He's a graduate of the University of Denver and a veteran of business-to-business publishing. And he began his career as a sales representative for auto and transportation interiors. And then he became a national sales manager for Display and Design Ideas magazine and then he was the founding publisher of Retail Operations and Construction Magazine before founding Retail Construction Magazine in '02. He also founded Healthcare Building Ideas in 2004 and Hospitality Construction in 2005. He merged all those leading construction titles in 2009 to Commercial Construction Magazine that is involved to its current title, Commercial Construction and Renovation. So obviously, Kinare, this gentleman has lots of really great passion, expertise in this area of the world, which will be of great benefit to all of you listening, David. I'm so glad to have you here. Welcome to the show. And I can't hear you, so let's make sure you can talk on the show. So, David, welcome to the show.
0: Can Can you hear me? Can am I on?
1: I can hear you now.
0: Uh, you th- thank you. Hey, I was talking to you last night. You didn't have a voice, and I was worried that, you know, laryngitis was going to kick in. So your voice actually sounds pretty good. And I appreciate the invite. Oh, so uh, thank you so much.
1: Well, I'm really excited to be talking to you because Leverage Masters, you know, we've been on for a really long time, and we love to talk to different people in different industries to really help people leverage their lives, their professional worlds, from productivity to profitability to networking to joint venture. And you really kind of take all of those and merge them together in this area of commercial renovation and construction because people don't realize that, you know, when we're thinking about a new company or a new business or an old one, that they're constantly thinking about what are we going to be needing to do to update this, to do better, show up better, and be what we need to be for our customers in the future. And they really work with so many different people across different industries, and this is what makes me really excited about talking to you today. So kind of tell us how you even got into this. Um, you went from auto to uh, construction, so that was a, a flip to begin with. So how did that start?
0: Well, I'll tell you, um, I'm from uh, Philadelphia originally, up in the, up in the northeast. Uh, my mom is from Philly, my dad was from New York, and um, uh, my, on my mother's side, they had a uh, recycling company. It's still in business. It's called Pollock Steel, and it's been in business since uh, uh, 1888 and uh, still run by my cousins and so forth. My dad was on the upholstery side uh, out of New York with a couple of plants down south. And um, when I was growing up, I was supposed to, my cousin and I were going to uh, go in and run the uh, furniture business, and that was, you know, the, the plan and so forth um, up in um, when I was growing up when I turned 16 in Pennsylvania, get your driver's license. So all the grandsons on my mother's side, whenever you got your uh, driver's license, you had to go work out in the steel yard. So I was born in June and got my license and my two cousins. So I went in and I burnt steel. I laid railroad tracks. I shoveled asbestos. uh, I did everything. And, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, have a got into the construction side of things. And then, um, I was also I went to prep school in New Jersey, so I was a hockey lacrosse player. Ended up uh, going out to DU and playing lacrosse and uh, playing a little ice as well. And after my uh, after I graduated, uh, I did uh, got into the uh, Levitts uh, training program to learn my retail background before I was going to go down and move to uh, Hickory, North Carolina, to work in the uh, furniture plant. But um, after after I, after I, uh, Scotch guarded a million sofas and unloaded a bunch of trucks and put together more of those little brass TV tables that you can uh, imagine, uh, it came time for me to move to the North Carolina. and said, you know, what? I don't think furniture's my bag. And this is like probably, you know, the mid '80s <laughs> or so. I'm giving my age away. And um, of course. anyway, uh, went back and uh, uh, my mom, not my dad, had passed away in, in '78. So my mom had gotten remarried and. Um, My stepdad was in uh, jewelry and retail, so he talked me into coming in and working for him, so I went and got GIA certified by the Gemological Institute of America, and uh, we built another store, and um, after the store was built, I figured out that, uh, you know what, I don't know if jewelry's my bag. I don't like sitting behind the showcase waiting for customers (laughs) to come in. And in the meantime, I was also working for this company called Colorado Prime. It was an in-home food service. And, um, uh, I just decided, you know what, I, I think i want to, you know, you know, pursue it. So I got moved around. I, I was in Atlantic city. I was in Cincinnati. I was in Dayton. I moved to Louisville, Greensboro, and then I ended up in Atlanta. And at that point, um, I, uh, eh, you know, I, they wanted me to move back to corporate up to, uh, you know, outside the city out in Long Island. And I said, you know what, I like the South. I like the weather and, there's a bunch of Yankees living down here, and cheap to live. And I said, you know what? I, I just I think I'm going to go go look for something else to do. And uh, so I looked in the paper. <laughs> I found I found an ad sales job, and uh, I went in and uh, believe it or not, my my parents were in furniture, the publishing firm that I interviewed with. They had uh, ten magazines and eight trade shows. They had a furniture magazine that my parents used my 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 father and my uncle who were running the business. They used to run ads in there, and the owner said, "I met this kid when he was like three years old in when we were pitching his parents to run ads in the magazine in the showroom in New York. We' got to bring him in, so yeah, yeah, so you know, small world, you know you know time you know timing, business and everything, so I had ads I had sales experience, but I didn't have ad sales, I knew nothing about publishing, and, but they said, you know what we're launching this uh automotive book and uh, We'd love to put you on it. You'll call on Ford, GM, Chrysler, and all the vendors uh, that uh, that um, instrument panels, headliners, et cetera, for the interior. So I said, okay. So I worked on the launch, and we had a little show up at Colola Hall in uh, Detroit. And after a couple of years, they decided to put, put me on their flagship, which was called Display and Design Ideas. Fixtures, lighting, display, visual merchandising, and it was tied to a huge show called Global Shop. They used to do it up in um, McCormick Hall, took both sides, um, you know, 20,000 attendees. I mean, a huge, huge gig, and um, I had my little section, uh, uh, you know, there on the floor. So, in 99, they decided, hey, you know what? We want to go after the construction side. We're going to let you launch this magazine, We came up with the title retail operations construction. We short for, it was rock magazine. And then, uh, Nielsen decided to buy our firm and, um, you know, when corporate America buys, you know, entrepreneur, entrepreneurs and so forth. You know, they came down and did the dog and pony show and said, Hey, we love you. We're not going to change anything. We're going to, we're going to leave everything as it is. We like the entrepreneurial spirit and so forth that lasted about 18 months. And, um, Right before uh, Thanksgiving, actually, right about the same time, back in uh, 2001, uh, they uh, cut about 30 magazines out of the portfolio. And my little construction book, which was three years old, uh, got the axe. And uh, I was publishing another book called Point of Purchase, so I was a dual publisher. But my heart really was in construction. And um, the year that I launched it in 99, my son was born. So I kind of looked at the magazine kind of like it was my kid. And someone had to stick up for it. So I took the day off, flew up to New York from Atlanta and said, met with the president, you know, cold call and said, hey, give me a meeting. I want to talk to you. And uh, basically told him, said, listen, uh, I believe in the magazine. You guys have the wrong budget. And um, uh, I can make it more profitable running it myself. I want you to sell it to me. And uh, they were like, David, you could retire here. You, we love you. You, you, have a, you have a big career path with us. Are you, you really seriously need to reconsider this. I said, Mike, I'm going on the road. <laughs> I'm going on the road for the week. I'm going to come back. You need to make a decision. And they thought I was bluffing, so I went on the road. I came back. I said, are you going to sell me the magazine? And they said, no. I said, Here, here's my resignation. I resigned. December seventeenth, two thousand and one. And of course, everybody, my parents, and you know, all my friends, they were like, "You're crazy! You have an expense account, your 401k, you know, all this stuff. You're with a huge, huge conglomerate media uh, outfit." And I just said, "You know what? I just really want to go do my thing. I believe in this, and, and you know, nine out of ten businesses don't make it. And, you know, I knew all the all the dreadful news that was out there, but you know, I kind of, you know, you know, I was a sports guy. I played a win. And um, so I resigned and uh, started out of my house. I started with a fax line, a press release, and a phone. I mean, it was really before even the Internet really took off. I mean, we, we all had just gotten laptops yeah. and email, and So it was uh, one of those things. And, and a lot of my advertisers and my editorial board on my old magazine, Rock, you know, some of them, you know, most, most of them came with me. But some of them said, you know what, I'm not going to give you your rate. I'm going to give you this much money to run ads to see if you make it. But I want you to make it. I believe in you. I like you as a person as well. So uh, in two months, I put my first issue out. I had Home Depot on my cover, director of construction. His name was Mark Beers. Uh, they, Home Depot at the time was cranking out 140 stores a year and um, gave the magazine some credibility. And in publishing, you know, putting out the first issue is not the tough part. It's the second, third, and fourth one, you know, to keep your momentum going. So uh, we, you know, launched, you know, the issues, and then we decided to launch our trade show, which was called Retail Construction Expo. So the following year, we put the expo on. We did it at the uh, Atlanta Mart downtown. And then um, we did it at the Georgia World Congress Center. And then... Uh, my stepdad, he was uh, the chairman of the board of a major hospital out in, up in Dayton uh, where his jewelry store was, had a meeting one day and, and called me and said, you know what, we were looking at magazines and stuff, and, you know, Dave, you should really look at this healthcare game because there's no really construction magazines. You should look at this as a, as a, as a new book to launch. So we did our research, and we launched healthcare building ideas, and then we launched our trade show, uh, which was in Baltimore down by the Inner Harbor, and then – yeah. We kind of looked at things and looked at hospitality, and uh, then we launched our hospitality book and our show, and I, we grew very, very quickly. And to me, construction—you know, whether you're building a hotel, a restaurant, a retail store, a healthcare facility—it's it's still drywall, roofing, security, uh, general contracting, engineering. I mean, all the different aspects were all the same. You know, the, the biggest difference: healthcare. You have infection control. Uh, but other than that, it's, like, it's basically like a big hotel to me. And um, we grew very, very quickly. But as we grew, my time and time for my family, I mean, I was, uh, you know, Delta Platinum. I'm, I'm flying around the country. I'm walking 40 or 50 trade shows a year. And, and I, I, you know, it was fun. But, I you know, believe me, traveling isn't glamorous. And uh, I had no life. And um, <laughs> I, right, bef- right yeah. before, did you know, yeah, hey, Andrew, you're on the road. I know you know what I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah, we so, state uh cases and, and Oh we yeah. Believe me. I laugh at you them. when you tell me, I'm on the road for two weeks. I'm sleeping in the car. I'm getting no. I gotta go here. I got, you know, and you know, so, and we ran lean too. So I, you know, I, I was doing all sorts of stuff, but what happened was I, I was carrying most of the ad pages in the healthcare side of things, And I had one of, I was going up again, probably eight magazines in that sector. And, um, One of the healthcare publishers uh, reached out to me and said, "Hey, David, we'd like to buy your magazine. Basically, we want to get rid of you, but we'd like to buy your magazine because we're going to launch one. But you know how launches go. We'd rather buy yours. It's high quality. You have excellent editorial, and um, we like you know it's turnkey for us. You know, nine out of ten of those deals never happened, but finally they stroked me a check, and um, nothing to retire on. But it was uh, it was great PR for my company because someone." Uh, from a, you know, a high quality publishing outfit, you know, purchased my magazine. And um, at that point, I merged all the magazines into one title. So I went from 21 issues to six issues. And, uh, you know, and, and, and with all that, everything is economies of scale. I didn't have to write 21 columns, publisher columns. I only had to write six. I didn't have to publish 21 issues. I landed by, you know, six. And we did the same thing with the trade shows. We merged everything into, into one event, so I didn't have to rent three trade shows at all. Trade show halls, so all I had to do with one. So, uh, it, you know, it was, it, it, was it, it was kind of an epiphany. You know, I had actually, what happened was, one of my exhibitors came to me that was in the eight-back side of things and said, Dave, I, I have to do three trade shows with you. Why don't you combine the shows and I don't care if it's a hospital, a restaurant, or a retailer hotel walking down the aisle. They're all good clients for me. Do yourself a favor. Just do one show. It makes things easier. And um, you'll still get all the attendance. I said, that's a really good idea. He said, you should do it with the magazines, too. And I kind of had the ego with the magazines. And I was like, mm. So I did the trade show first. And then when I sold the uh, the healthcare book, I said, you know what? Here's the time I'm going to do it. And then 2008 came. And you know what happened? The economy fell off the cliff and um right. a lot of the con- and construction got you know it was demoralized I mean a lot of people got whacked uh, a lot of contractors went out of business a lot of the construction projects that were uh, you know in the pipeline just got halted i mean it it was it was brutal and um uh So over between 2008, 2009, for our trade show, we used to have, you know, 250 exhibitors, 2,500 attendees, and um, uh, our attendance just dwindled. And I got basically cut in half. And then our last show, I had an editorial board after the event, and we just said, you know what, let's just get rid of the, uh, the trade show hall. You know, a lot of people don't even like walking down the concrete jungle with a bullseye on their back. Let me scan your badge. And you can't even have really a good conversations. And so we kind of went to a, uh, what we call our summit, which right now is coming up in January. It's our 10th anniversary event. And uh, we made it very simple. We made it, uh, we do it in a boutique hotel. We do a little tabletop. We have networking, some, some seminars. We do some one-on-one or speed dating call, whatever you want, but you actually can conduct business. And the exhibitors they don't have to love a the booth. They don't have to be in some expensive hotel and, and uh, you know, marshals on the dock and shipping your booth and, and all this stuff. And um, uh, it was probably one of the best decisions that I actually had made. And um, so I started the summit um, here in Atlanta. The first year I did it at Chateau Alon, which is a winery north of Atlanta. Uh, then we moved it down to the CNN Center uh and then i went out to scottsdale we did the talking stick hotel uh i've been in san antonio miami tampa orlando daytona uh this past year we were in bloxham mississippi at the golden nugget and this year we're doing it in jacksonville uh, at the uh, lexington hotel um, the 21st to the 23rd and um, i have a very loyal subscriber base and a lot of my subscribers they come to my event too some come every year, some come every other year, and then I get new brands as well, people that come in from the industry, et cetera, that hear about us or find us, you know, on social media, et cetera, and uh, we have a good time. We uh, we do some business, we do some networking, we have some fun, but, you know, that's my story. So I, I, I'm kind of a, uh, I call myself a publisher because I have a magazine and I have really good editorial, but really I, I use it to prom- promote events because I, you know, we do our summit. Where I met you was at our cocktail receptions that we do one a month. Uh, where was the first one I met right. you at? Which one did I meet you at? At the Armory I met you in me?
1: Nashville. At the oh, yeah. in Nashville.
0: Yeah. The so, uh, you know, yeah, we do the heard, cocktail party. Me.
1: Well, you heard me no, speak, go ahead. And, you, and you were so kind to give me that wonderful compliment. Um, do you remember what you said? I, I, I'm always happy to hear that again.
0: <laughs> well, listen, I, you know, but, one of the things uh you know, when we do when we do the receptions, they, they are what they are. But uh to change my story a little, this past year, one of my board members that was on my magazine, she had built about five hundred stores and um she was with the little gym and um she just had done she had been on the cover of the magazine and gotten her title and she had just done everything that she could at that at the uh brand that she was at. And she came to me after our women's uh, retreat that we do as well and said, Hey, we should, we should do an association or something with women. I want to be a life coach and do and so forth. And I said, Hey, I'm, I'm game. So we put our uh, heads together and we came up with our association called lead up for women. And we launched in January. And this past year we did uh, 10 luncheons and um, we combined them with some of the travel that we had for our, our, my commercial construction magazine receptions and so forth. And um, uh, it, it, it was an amazing thing of, uh, of momentum that, you know, that when we built the lead up association, uh, it was a nice time. Cause we knew a lot of uh, female professionals that were on the, on the in the construction retail side or architecture, et cetera, in the construction sector, basically, that we kind of built it on. But then we kind of branched out and met all these other types of females uh, that professionals, uh, women business owners that were out there and uh, I'll tell you, you know, women, they're just wired differently than men are and um, uh, it, it's it's very, very, well, I don't even what the word I'm looking for but, you know, women in the construction industry, they're playing in a man's sandbox basically, so they've got a little tougher gig, uh, respect and so forth and um, going to the lead up uh, Luncheons hearing women talk about all the other issues that they have to deal with um i have a lot of, I have a lot more respect for females than than I did before the association not that I didn't before, but some of the stories and discussions that I heard you know it really hit home with me and um so i'm um, i'm I was honored that you know uh Colleen and I you know as my business partner you know she's the face of the uh, of the organization but she's uh she's 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 a go-getter and um and I'm glad that uh, you know she had faith in me as a publisher to help her with the magazine and be the ops manager and, and get that off the ground but um uh so you know it, it it's been a whirlwind you know I'm uh, you know I'm an event planner a publisher magazine I'm an editor uh you know I I'm a jo- I change the Xerox you know copier machine when I you know eat new ink. uh you know I I, I mail stuff I'm I mean, in the heyday, I used to have fourteen employees. Now I do everything with five. And uh, and back in 08, when the when the economy fell off the cliff, I learned a lot about my business. And uh, as far as you know, do I need to send you know twenty thousand copies out to all these people? Do I need to spend X amount of dollars for cover photos with digital photography, where you know you know deal with film and so forth? Um, and uh, you know, I I made it through and. Um, and learned a lot about it. So it, uh, you know, even though when things are looking tough and, you know, gloomy out there, you got to keep your blinders on. You have to stay positive. Not every day is going to be great. But um, as long as you stick to your guns and, and believe in what you're doing, you know, you'll succeed. And uh, there'll be some bumps in the road, too. And uh, that's what makes it fun. And uh, and I, I'm a sports guy, so not every game is going to go great. You know, but if if you win an ugly game, it's still a W. You know, on the scoreboard, as far as I'm concerned, some games are going prettier than others, but that's okay with me. And and you're not going to win all your games. Some things aren't going to go your way. You got to pick up the pieces and uh, and uh, you know pull your pants back up and and you know head on down <laughs> the road. You know what I mean? And you know where I'm coming from. So. Oh,
1: absolutely. So um, so you had shared that with us about Lead Up because you had seen me speak at Lead Up and then um, and heard me talk during one of my talks about how I had uh, shot in law enforcement. I was trained in firearms. And that's when mm-hmm. led you to uh, talk to me more about coming to the armory that night as part of your networking meeting. So for those of you listening, you know, being part of the network with David's organization is that they meet in different locations throughout the year where the Guys and gals get together and really network at a high level,
0: yeah, what we do is uh we you know we pick cities that uh that we have a large subscriber base, so I do all the big ones l a new york boston philly i do atlanta uh we do denver uh I went to the University of Denver, so I always have a uh I'm kind of fond there it's always good to get back and uh you know I had a couple of my fraternity brothers come down this year I hadn't seen them in a while, but they're two hour cocktail parties. And um, what's cool is, is that uh, I have kind of like a, almost like a, a a groupie, a rock group gig where a lot of the vendors they'll they'll know that the the reception's going to be on, we normally do them on a Thursday, but sometimes they could be on a Tuesday, depending on the day and schedule. But they'll they'll come in for a couple of days, run calls locally, and then they'll end their trip coming to my reception that evening. And they know that there might be a a, a person that they've been trying to reach out to that doesn't return their phone calls, deletes their emails, or so forth. And there they are, sitting up against the, the wall, and you can go right up to that person and introduce yourself, and so forth. They're very laid back, and we always do them in cool places. Uh, we've done axe throwing. We did the armory. We did a shooting tournament there. Um, uh, we've done cornhole, bocce. We tried, over the years, trying to get, you know, we used to do them in restaurants, and a bar and meet there, but Everybody's done that. So the past couple of years we've put these events together where we have activities. So in Denver where we met, you know, when we were there we did the tour of this of the uh of the Rocky Stadium uh, even though it snowed, we still did the tour. And I'm really sorry you had oh, to walk yeah, around in your high did. heels in the really
1: snow.
0: Fun. Yeah, did, yeah, but uh, you
1: know, we had a really great time at that. That was a lot of fun to do that and go underneath and hear some of the back stories of course field. That was awesome.
0: Yeah. So the uh uh, so we do, you know, in, in very, very cool places. They're two, hour, they're two hour gigs. We take pictures and then we run it like a people section in the magazine. And, um, um, they're, uh, uh, they're just fun. And, uh, you know, I go out and I find the the, the places that we're going to do them at. And, um, you know, we send the invites out and, uh, we let the chips fall in the May. I mean, some of them, we get 30, 40 people. Some of them, we have a hundred, like, uh, you know, uh, in, in New York, this coming, um, my last event is coming up on December 5th in Phoenix. Uh, we're doing it at a place called uh, boondocks patio and grill in the old town Scottsdale. I think I have well over a hundred people that are, are going to attend that. And what's cool is it, it's the end of the year. A lot of people finish their, their construction projects. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving, they have to have all their stores done and, and, uh, now they're, you know, kind of taking a breather and, uh, going to recharge their batteries over the next month or so. And then what will happen is, you know, after the holidays, everybody needs a break anyway. So they know they know my event's coming up. I always like to be the first one out because there's so many events that are out there during the year that a lot of these brands, they can't go to everything. But what happens is they'll see my event and they'll say, you know what, I'm going to clear my emails out and uh i'm going to go down to corsons event in, in this year in jacksonville and take a couple of days and then come back and then i'm going to figure out the rest of my travel schedule for the year where i'm going to go and so forth and um so uh the only thing that i can't control is uh you know snowstorms for travel you know from you know whether you're chicago or new york or boston you know i'm not worried about arizona or or atlanta or california but the upper north you know, the north central part of the of the uh heartland uh you know, it's dicey. You know, you live up in Ohio, you know, and uh, with, with snow and stuff. So if Mother Nature cooperates, we should have a great event. And um, um, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, right now I'm in my final reg push, so I'm just kind of every day we're adding some, you know, more attendees and so forth. And and hopefully, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get full here uh, by Christmas, and then, uh, you know, we'll start our countdown.
1: Well, and that's part of it too. So like I said, we, you know, first of all, I love the networking part. I, I've had the pleasure of being at three of them. I sent a representative to another one. Uh, just an amazing group of people. Uh, they, I just love the way they think, the way they collaborate. And then so let's talk about what the different categories are of being at the summit. So um, uh, the first one would be, uh, let's first talk about sponsorship. So what is the Sponsor look like who would who would want to be there and be a sponsor for this? Why?
0: So we we have two sides, two types of attendees uh, or participants that come to the event. Um, yeah, we get the end user brands, which are retailers, restaurants, hotels, uh, hospitals, schools, uh, multifamily, shopping center developers, uh, people that are building owners that are in design construction. Uh, engineering, facilities, real estate, um, procurement, uh, those types of people. I mean, the editorial target or focus of our magazine is design, build, and maintain. So those are the types of people that we attract. And the the sponsor side of it, the VEND, we call them VENDOR sponsors, those are the people that uh, are basically either build or maintain the floor. So we have everything from the floor, foundation, to the roof ceiling and everything in between fixtures lighting flooring and all the people that maintain it the contractors the facility guys the engineers uh, the guys who put in the cable and data um, uh, project management etc and we limit it to five vendors per category uh, because what happens is uh, we complementary we pick up all of the brands uh, hotel air travel etc in return they have to sign a little uh, a contract with me that says, hey, I'm going to come to the event and I'm going to meet with vendors and I'm going to do X amount of uh, networking and, and participating, you know, at the summit. Uh, so they know it's not a junket. And and like I said, I don't get window shoppers at my event. These are people are, are so I've known them for 20 years or so. They're looking to shave a few percentage points off their budgets, whether they're new, construction or renovation. And uh they have a stable of, of vendors that they normally do projects with, but they're always looking for someone new that can come in and maybe have a new way of doing things and where they could save a few dollars. And if you're doing if you're re re let's say you're relamping uh a hundred retail locations for, for lights and you've been using a couple of different facility companies to do that, there might be another person there that says, Hey, you know, I do it because I use a different type of lamp or LED and we also Had this way of doing it to cut down on the time and so forth. So these then the brands come in. They really actually are are trying to look for new uh, people to help them. But then there's a lot of people there that they they do business with. So it's kind of a kind of like a family reunion and so forth. And um, those are the types of people that come. So we've got the end users who have the facilities that need need either be built or renovated or or or, uh, you know, fixed in whatever manner. And then there are the vendors who are the suppliers that actually do that. And um, our goal is to have 120 brands and 60 vendors, which is basically a two-to-one ratio. And there are more brands than there are vendors. So the the brands that are there don't feel like they have a bullseye on their back, that everybody's going after them, you know, to try to meet them and and so forth. And um, so we kind of switch the tables because a lot of times, a lot of the traders that are out there and, the, you know, in the concrete jungles and so forth, you know, they don't like to walk down the aisle. They'll turn their badge around because the minute they, you know, someone sees a, you know, a big brand walking down there, they they want to grab them and so forth and talk to them. And, and um, my, my, you know, my stepdad said it best. I said, you know, when I go to the jewelry show, I'm actually going to buy inventory for the store and so forth for the year. Your event man Really is a networking game where you're going to plant a seed. Like someone's not going to walk up to your tabletop or in your one-on-one meeting and say, "Hey, I want you to build 50 50 of my new stores. Where do I sign?" It's really, "Hey, tell me about some of the projects that you've done. Um, Show me. You know, a lot of these guys will have uh, stuff on their tablets or their laptop where they can see some of the projects and so forth. And uh, they'll leave there going, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to have that guy. I want him to meet me in my one site and so forth." And um, uh, it's it, so a lot of the stuff is really, uh, it's kind of a way to get your foot in the door. And then you, if you're a professional and you do it the right way and you follow up afterwards, you can actually land business. And in a case in point, I had an attendee that I never met. He came there from last year. He was out of Philly. And uh, he emailed me yesterday Said, David. I'm looking for a contractor in uh, Queens. I have a, uh, 2,000 square foot, uh, you know, restaurant or store that I'm that I need to get built, and I can't find anybody. Can you help me? And uh, one of my sponsors at my New York event, you, you were in New York, right? Yeah, you went to the New York event, and um, uh, uh, he was one of my sponsors. So I emailed him, and I said, Hey, reach out to this person, and if he doesn't work for you, call, you know, email me back, and I'll find you another one. And then I sent the uh, contractor and his uh, PR firm. I said, Hey just wanted to let you know, I sent so-and-so your email. He's looking for a contractor in Queens. I know you were right out there on the island and so forth. You know, hopefully this will work out for you. So last night, the contractor emailed me and said, David, thank you so much for that lead. Uh, Frank already just sent me uh, the plans for the, you know, for the store and we're going to build it. I really, really appreciate it. So that's that's what it's all about. And, uh, you know, I'm I just felt good that Hey, he helped me out with my sponsorship in New York. Here came a project. Boom! I gave him a, a good lead. I didn't know if it was going to work out or not, but it, it did. And uh, and that's exactly how the, the how the summit works, but just on a much much bigger scale. And um, um, uh, and, and they're all high qual- and they're all high quality first class people. You know, they're uh, they're there to have fun, learn, meet new people, and uh, and I always tell people, hey, come to my event. Even when you read the magazine, I just want you to be able to take one good thing, one knowledge nugget, and be able to apply it to your daily activities. And if so, I've done my job as a publisher, as an event, you know, producer or et cetera. And uh you know, I've done my job. And then uh and, you know, I feel good, they feel good, it's a win win for all involved. Are you still there, Andrew? Hello, did I lose you?
1: David, can you hear me? Hey, everybody, we're still here live on the show. We're having some uh, gremlins come in, uh, and it's been hysterical. Uh, David, can you still hear me? So as you could hear, David had a lot of really cool things to share about the organization and what's been happening and going on. It's pretty fabulous, um, you know, event. Uh, we're going to be there uh, with the Keep Smiling movement, and we are going to be um, in charge of a gala. There's a go-kart gala that evening where we'll be doing some really cool things and making um, the go-kart award ceremony. Apparently the guys are very ambitious about making it pretty exciting and pretty uh, on top of things. Um, So we're looking for sponsors for that particular section of it. So I don't know where David had uh, dropped off with his uh, discussion of what's going on with it. Um, But, So um, you heard that there was probably different pieces of it. My line was um, having the gremlins in it while David was sharing. So there's the sponsors, the people that want to get in front of these vendors and these attendees. Uh, There are the vendors themselves. um, And a sponsor and a vendor is kind of like flippy floppy. They can be both things in one way. Um, A vendor might actually provide a service, a product, or be able to brought, provide product or services for the people in the commercial industry business. And it's very, very effective for helping them uh, really uh, maximize their businesses in a different way. And and then, of course, uh, you know, vendors, let's really think about this when we talk about uh, vendors and sponsors. Uh, these are people who have hotel chains, like he was mentioning, um, who have uh, restaurant chains, multiple, franchisees who own multiple franchises, uh, these are all very effective in creating things um, several different ways um, so that they can continue to um, help maximize these businesses, especially when they have to go into a renovation stage. Um, Another uh, interesting way to look at it too is like not only hotels and restaurants and food chains and athletic departments and anybody who's got a You know, an atrium in their businesses. They have multiple businesses. They're going to um, be serving multiple businesses. We just recently talked about how wonderful it would be for a vendor or a sponsor to be a person who is uh, coming in, who is looking at servicing, um, like, all the coolants for all the refrigerators or. Uh, their HVAC systems or somebody who who um, not only does all of that but does their warehousing and creates an opportunity for that as well. So these are all different pieces within this that can work and work very well and, and function for all of these things and these opportunities. Excuse me while I cough.
0: Are you there, Andrea? Are you there, Andrea?
1: I am here, so hopefully they could hear me while I was talking to you. Maybe not. Um, So um, I was just telling them about the different uh, – recapping some of the things that I see as a really good fit. So I don't know where if you mm-hmm. already discussed the attendees or not cuz my line kept dropping and I had to keep calling back yeah. in. So, uh, you know, technology it's that, it,
0: it, it, it Well, here here's here, here's how the summit works. Um it's a uh, it's January 21st through the 23rd in Jacksonville at the Lexington Hotel, which is right on the St. Johns River. Um what we do is uh everybody comes in on that Tuesday afternoon. If you're an end user, retailer, restaurant, hotel, we we pick up your air, hotel, etc. Uh, you get registered, you get complimentary credentials. Um, there are some firms that have gratuitous policies that say, hey, we can't accept, uh, you know, travel, hotel, and this and so forth. So I have a paid registration form that's very affordable. So if they want to attend in that form, uh, they're you know they can come in that way. So there's no reason why they shouldn't come attend this event, whether it's on our nickel or theirs, but everybody comes in on, on that Tuesday, checks in that, uh, late afternoon. There's a distillery called manifest distillery that we're going across the river. We're going to do the tour and a taste test and then, um, come back and we come in and do our tabletop exhibit with dinners, cocktails. And what we do is we run a scavenger hunt for all of the brands. When they enter that area, we give them a card and they've got to get that card stamped by 10 of the tables. All the tables will be given stamps that are unique. And at the end of that reception, I gather those cards, and I draw 10 lucky winners, and we donate money to the favorite charity. Uh, A lot of the vendors will have, um, you know, tchotchkes with their uh, logo on it, hats, golf balls, T-shirts, and it's a meet and greet, like I said, with dinner and cocktails. And if you're one of the, you know, lucky uh, people that we draw from, um, we donate money to their charity. They get the picture up in the magazine. It's just a really nice event, a a nice way to start it off. Wednesday's our big day. Uh, We have a breakfast speaker, comedian. His name is Rick Roberts. He's going to be excellent. Uh, Then we go into our seminars. We do two tracks of two. Uh, They go 9 to 1015, and then we clean the rooms up, and we go 1045 to noon. We do one on branding, one on uh, project management drones, we do one on communication between men and women and then the retail contractors association, uh, is talking about, uh, looking for, uh, the the lack of skilled labor that's out there, which is a very, very hot topic in construction, you know, finding people that are, you know, uh, highly qualified to get things done. Um, then we go into our plated luncheon and our speaker there is Jeff Steinberg. He's a, uh, singer, songwriter, preacher, uh, but he was, he was born with no arms or no legs and he's an Uber driver. Uh, he's going to be excellent. I'm sure there won't be a uh, dry eye in that house. I'm excited to see him. And then after yeah, that lunch, uh, we go.
1: So just real quick there, uh Jeff Steinberg's been on the leverage masters
0: before he's
1: one of my clients, oh. so you guys um listening have heard me talk about him before. I'm his publicist, he's an absolute amazing guy, so super excited that you know i mean think of what a what a small world we have you know we're just pulling people together that kind of all been overlapping. This is such a great thing See, I, didn't,
0: I, I, I i didn't know that you you know i got I got the lead from uh from Colleen, you know she met him, and uh, we were talking so, and I said, Yeah, hey, I
1: initially <laughs> Well, initially, um, we met when we met in Nashville, I talked about him to you, and I told you I had this mm-hmm. great client, because you had told me you had somebody before, so it was really funny, and then uh, before I had a chance to follow up with you, I'd run into Colleen, and she had mentioned him again, so it was perfect that he got hired, so I'm so pleased and so glad about that, and I, I'm I'll so tell you, excited that it will be there.
0: He, he is a first-class act, because uh, after I reached out to him, he called me back, and we spoke, and we talked about and I sent him a couple of links on the magazine and how it would look and you know, the wrap up and what kind of people we have there. And, uh, he's just been, uh, super, super nice and, and gracious about having him there and he's just going to do the best job. And, uh, you know, you know, you, you talk to someone and you know, that they really, really truly believe in everything that they're doing. So, um, uh, you know, normally I do sports people, but over the last couple of years, uh, we've done some people that had have some, uh, you know, physical handicaps and so forth. Um, last year I did a, uh, Navy SEAL that lost his leg in Afghanistan and, uh, you know, thought the end of the world, you know, the world had ended and now he's a, you know, a triathlete and how he, uh, overcame, uh, you know, all the depression and so forth. Uh, got a standing ovation the year before we had, uh, this guy, Nick Scott, that, uh, was a, um, uh, got in a bad car accident when he was uh, in high school and, Uh, ended up in a wheelchair and now he's uh, working for Arnold Schwarzenegger and he's a world champion ballroom dancer. He had an awesome video. You should see this guy in the wheelchair. And, um, but uh, you know, we like, we like the stories never, never quit and, you know, uh, give it your all. And, and so uh, Jeff is going to epitomize all of those things. And uh, so I'm really excited that that we booked him. It just really goes along
1: with what all you're doing. Yeah.
0: And, and I'll tell you, the attendees, you know, they get we, – we list everybody on our speakers, so they look and see who's coming, and they're uh, – so they know kind of, you know, what you know what they're going to say and, and so forth. But um, uh, for the most part, uh, you know, just like that, if they can take one thing from that keynote, whether it's uh, the comedian in the morning or, the, or Jeff at lunch, um, if they can hear one thing that they can apply to themselves or help someone else, I mean, that's what it's all about. Um, But after lunch, we go go into our speed dating. We run, uh, you get a 15-minute, that's a pre-planned meeting with one of the brands. Uh, They're 15 minutes in length. Uh, Everybody's got, uh, you know, the tabletop that they used the night before. Uh, The brands will enter the room. They'll find the table that they're going to start at on the appointment grid. And then I start the clock. I give you a five-minute warning, a one-minute warning, and then I ring a bell. And I leave a couple minutes in between each appointment you know, to go to the restroom or get something to drink or, you know, check a quick email and then uh, they'll find their table and I start another one. And um, it takes about three hours to go through those 10 tables. And uh, what the cool thing is, is that I have more brands than there are vendors. So some of the brands might not have an appointment, but they might've met someone that they didn't have an appointment with that they would really like to hear hear their spiel per se. And if they have an open time, They can go up to the table, even though another brand is there, and say, hey, would you mind if I sat in on this? So as a vendor sponsor there, you might be able to talk to more people because they might be interested because they didn't really – You know, no. And what happens before the event, I send out the list of attendees to all of the vendors. And they'll send me back a wish list of 10 to 12 brands that they'd like to meet with. And I do the same thing with the attendees. I send the vendor list, their product category, their website. And they, in turn, will send me back who they want to eat breakfast with, lunch with, and who they want to do their one-on-ones with. And then the weekend before the event, there's software that you can purchase to set up the appointments. I'm old school. I kind of sit down and I match everybody up accordingly, and I don't want to waste their time or the vendor's time. And um, so all the appointments, you know, could be applicable. Um, but after you three hours of telling your spiel and going through 10 appointments or so, your mind's blotto. So we limit it to 10. Um, we give you about an hour or so to get cleaned up, and then we take everybody out to the Audubon Speedway. It's about a 15-minute ride from the hotel. And out there they've got uh, – Two tracks, they're electric go-karts, they go about 50 miles an hour. Uh, they've got an axe-throwing area for uh, target throwing. And then they've got a virtual reality battleground, uh, uh, which is new there, that they put in. So, And we'll have trophies for each one of those events. So if you're a top uh, driver for men and women, we have them race off. And then we have the top male and the top female drive off to see who's king of the track. And uh, we do the same thing for, for the Axe gig and so forth. And if you're one of those winners, uh, you're going to be presenting them with the trophy and the picture up and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, we have dinner and cocktails out there as well. And then after that's done, we bring everybody back to the hotel.
1: Wait, hold on. Let's let's go back to there because that's yeah. where the Keep Smiling movement comes in.
0: So, oh, exactly. um, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: so, yeah. So with me as the executive director, why don't you share from your pers- perspective how you see that happening?
0: Uh, you know, they have uh, actually the uh, Autobomb We asked about the red carpet, and they've got one in storage for us. So we're uh, you know, logistically, we're planning all that out. But uh, we're gonna, you're, we're gonna, we'll probably have anywhere between 150 to 200 people that attend our event when it's all said and done. And um, everybody there, we plan on having an area where we're gonna get the picture of the of the, of themselves with your keep smiling card. And then we definitely would do a group shot of everybody with those cards. I mean, (laughs) you know, it's going to be awesome. And, um, so, and everybody at that point, you know, it's kind of, you know, most of the business is pretty much done. So that's their time to kind of blow off some steam, have some fun. And uh, I'm sure you'll get some great interviews and pictures and, uh, you know, for your books, uh, it, it should be awesome for you. So,
1: Yeah, we're really excited about it. The Keep Smiling Movement, those of you who have been listening to our show a long time um, and those of you who are new to it, you'll be surprised to hear. So the Keep Smiling Movement, we take pictures of people all over the world to amplify goodness, and a lot of these uh, commercial brands are providing uh, places in retail and retail and services for people to allow them to do business, to um, go and relax, to have better health, to have better nutrition, you know, to feed their families, to have fun with their families, to do things with their, you know, personal people and to do a lot of business deals and that's what we mean about you know amplifying goodness is they're bringing people together to create community and we really appreciate that and so by honoring these people by taking their pictures by the people who are showing up to provide products and services that make a difference in people's lives allow us to really honor them and bring even more people together to find out who else should be working with these people and who else should be having them on radio and um magazines and so forth and television to be able to get their messages and their services out. And so it really fits in with it, especially working with such high level people who are really making a difference with their corporations and businesses. So we're super honored for the opportunity and we've had so many people excited excited about it um who we've been able to, you know, mention it and bring in through the Keep Smiling movement and the red carpet connection. So thank uh, you so uh, much, no, David, uh, for that.
0: Uh, out of all the events that you've been to, I haven't seen one person say Oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take that picture with that card. I mean, they're all like, "Hey, where where do you want me to stand?" Um, you know, wh- you know, and uh uh I think it's awesome. I know Colleen and I are very fond of uh of that uh whole movement and um as a publisher, I can appreciate it. So, uh but yeah. you know, that that's going to be you know, your splash out there and uh you're going to be like uh, you know, the 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 grandmaster of uh, you know, the event and so forth and Um, uh, it should be a lot of fun out there. But after that, we finish up on Thursday morning. uh, The brands, I give them an hour meeting where they can talk amongst themselves. And then we're taking everybody out to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars uh, Stadium. We're going to do the 90-minute walking tour. Uh, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs or not, but they're still going to do the tour. And then we take everybody back out to the uh, airport to catch their early afternoon flights back. And then after the event, in my March-April issue, uh, we covered. I do 16-20 eh, pages, uh, you know, on all the seminars and activities. If you were a vendor, we put, we give uh, you a business card size ad. I probably put ten of those on a page with your logo, what your service category was, and uh, your contact info, and then the registration list. And then I'll announce where I'm going to do the following year's event in there as well. So anybody that didn't attend the event, they can see what went on, and hopefully they would put it on their calendar and so forth. Um, so, uh, that's in a nutshell, what, uh, is going on at the summit and, uh, you know, we're a little less than two months out. And, um, just this morning, I had a guy from, uh, RPM pizza, you know, Sammy's one of the, one of the largest, uh, franchisees for dominoes. He's the director of construction and he's come to a couple of my events. Uh, he hadn't been one, he hadn't been to one in about a year or two, but, emailed me and said, hey, I'm sending my form in and make sure you, have, you know, save me a spot because I know you're getting full. So if anybody's out there that's interested, uh, now's the time to come on board because I'm putting my travel agent hat on after the weekend and start looking at flights and sending flights for approvals and finishing up, uh, you know, with our, uh, you know, with our roster, what it will be in uh, January.
1: Well, it's going to be lots of fun, and I just was flipping through the September-October magazine and because I hadn't had a chance to look at it yet. I received it on, in a timely manner, but just have not had a chance there. to sit down and look at it, and I'm in did here, you see, so I was so excited.
0: Did you see your picture with you had, from the armor? You had the picture of the gun in there. I think you're holding an M16. Oh, uh, I yeah, forget.
1: that one, too. Yeah, um the 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 gun one, yes. And then this one uh for September, October. Um we're on the spiral staircase um as well. So oh, and lead uh, up. Super mm-hmm. yeah, for the oh, yeah, lead up Nash, section. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm I'm super honored. So I'm all over the magazine.
0: <laughs> so so good story. Yeah. So good story. The, that gentleman that's on the cover, Dave Garvey, he's the vice yeah. president of food and beverage for the Grand Heakley Casinos. Uh he's come to a bunch of my events, you know, and so forth and I've been after him, I'm like, Hey Dave, listen, you're not you know, I know you're only twenty six, but you're not getting, you know, you know, any younger. You know, let's let's put you on the cover and so forth. So I've been bugging a bug. So finally you know, I have, you know, I deal with a lot of the PR people at these brands and so forth. So I sent him a note. I'm saying, hey, look, I'm looking for a hotelier. I know you guys are doing some stuff up there. This would be a really good time for you to do it. And actually, you know, he stepped up, and I'm friends with him. You know, he's in my cell. I've got a cell. He's in my, you know, my contacts list, and and uh, I was really excited to see. And uh, I hadn't really seen it in his property. And after I saw the pictures, I was like, oh wow, that place looks really really cool. Right, next time we go up to Minneapolis, I'm going to make the ride up there. You know, for an hour and a half to drive up north and go see it. And um, so, and so he'll be one of the people that are there. The guy on the guard, he'll be there. He's bringing his uh, construction guy this year too. So, yeah, um, it looks great. Yeah, absolutely. And then, so and, uh, how do
1: people how do people reach out to us? Um, obviously, they know how to reach out to me, Andrea Adams Miller, at the Red Carpet Connection dot com, or www dot the Red Carpet Connection dot com, or www dot the Keep Smiling Movement dot com. And then for you, we have www dot ccr dash mag dot com. That's yeah, c- that's for the ma- r- yeah. mag dot com. But how else should they get a hold of you?
0: Yeah, that's for the magazine. So if someone wants to subscribe to the magazine, uh, as long as you're in the sector, you can get it for free. You just have to hit the subscribe button. If you want to attend the summit, it's uh, www.ccr- w dot ccr dash or hyphen and then summit.com, Ccr dash summit dot com. And there's a contact if you scroll down, you'll see that there's a, an area where you can request more information and that they all come right to me and then I can find out, you know, you know, which side of the fence you're on. If you're an end user for complimentary credentials, or if you want to be a vendor sponsor and so forth, uh, I will reach out with you. We're about 80% full. So, Right now, uh, you know, today, tomorrow's and, a wash. And we've but... got
1: uh, seven seconds left here on the air, so we just want to remind people to say that you listen to Leverage Masters, and we are out of time. So thank you so much for being with us. David, you're amazing. You're awesome. And we really, really appreciate you being here with us. And with that, you've been listening to the Leverage Masters. <laughs>